I'm the voice 666, and I do not like you. You're listening to I Do Not Like You, your show about discipline and the application thereof. Hosted by Dan Chemis, a.k.a. The Voice 666. Hey, it's The Voice. The Voice 666 from kinkymp3files.com. Today, today we're going to take a little peek behind the curtain. You're going to find out just what I do when I don't know something, huh? Some kind of kinky trick. Some kind of dirty twist. When i got to find out, well... What I do, I visit with the Empress of Kink. I think uh, the Empress of Kink is more like it, and yes, I am the uh, Al- the Alina Gabon. Yeah. <laughs> the Empress of Kink, I love the that. The Empress, yes. I think yes. that's very hot. So, uh, so all right, Empress of Kink. So, so today's topic, if it works for you, I've got about maybe. 10, 15 minutes. I want to set the stage a little bit and then see if you can impart a bunch of knowledge for me on where I should start and what I should do. And uh, with that, if you don't mind, I'm just going to get to work. You ready? I am ready. All right. So uh, I have a client that's interested in some uh, needle play in the sense of both pleasure but also for discipline. I am, uh, how should we say, as you know, I, I work the role of dominant quite often. Being in a place of not really knowing everything there is to know is a little bit tricky for me. Are you? Can you give me a primer on, on needle play, where to start and all of that, if I want to take a thick needle and, how should we say, torment his penis a little bit? Well, first, most of the time people don't start with sticking needles and penises. But um, <laughs> while that is a favorite place of mine to put needles, like um, yes. Um, Needle play is kind of interesting. Uh, we call it uh, temporary body piercing or clay piercing. It is usually used some kind of thin hypodermic needle from a 25 gauge up to, well, you can go up to thick needles. But most of the time when you're first starting, 25, 23, 22, 21 gauge needles are where people usually start out. Anything smaller than a 25 and the way gauges of needles work, the larger the number, the smaller the, ah, the needle, okay. uh, there's, a, there's a tendency maybe for them to, to bend. And uh, you really don't want one breaking off in your skin. That gets kind of messy. And, I mean, sure, well, sure. maybe you do. Maybe you do. But most <laughs> of us don't. You know? You're a pretty mean, mean bastard from what I understand. I can be um, hard to work with. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but play piercing uh, serves several functions. For some people, it's a simple endorphin releaser. So if somebody, um, many people play with it without even acknowledging the fact that it's a pain producer, it can be, it goes under the skin um, very lightly, very easily, especially a 25 or 23 gauge. But what it happens is, is it immediately starts releasing endorphins. So you get kind of a buzz or a little bit of a stone from it. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you out there who have smoked marijuana, you know, that evil drug, it's kind of like a pot high. Uh, I've been told, of course. I've, I've been told that. Um, so, 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 piercing, that's one of the functions. In fact, when I first started doing play piercing, that's really all I thought about until I met my very first person who I would call my needle top because I am a switch. And while I prefer to top with needles, there was a time when I bottomed a lot to needles. And she taught me that needles can be very painful, 
for those of us who are masochists or for people who are looking at being punished for something bad that they've done uh, and they need some kind of pain relief, um, piercing needles can be extremely painful. Even if they're placed in innocuous areas like the chest, the back, the arms, which is kind of where you start when you start okay. sticking needles in your body. Um, penises are for a little while later down the road for most of us when we're learning because penises have a lot more blood vessels in them. And sure. while um, it's not going to hurt to hit a vessel, it can cause a lot more bleeding, a lot more bruising and swelling. Well, and some people like swelling in their penises, but uh, <laughs> but we do want to make sure that we do this in a way that's safe so that we can come back and play with those penises again. Well, um, like to say you don't want to break your toys, right? I don't like to break my toys, not at all. Yeah. So, so, so when you when you're playing with needles, um, you are going to be encountering the possibility and the most likelihood of drawing blood. There's mm -hmm. safety factors. Um, do you? Do you want me to get really like technical? I can talk first about safety because that's really important. Um, you need to wear gloves. You need to have a um, a container of to, to a sharps container of some sort. You can yep. get them at uh, pharmacies for the people with diabetes and and that use needles for injections have have them. So pharmacies have them. Um, you need something to put your needles in afterwards. You need to be really careful that if you were to come through the the body and stick yourself, that you don't pull the needle unless you're fluid bonded with the person. You don't pull the needle back out that way, but then you have to have a pair of pliers or something to cut the hub of the needle off so you can pull it straight out. Ah, that's sure a little so. technical, but you want to make sure that you're doing things so that you don't encounter any kind of uh, health issues in playing the needles. Well, you know, I, so. one of the things that I run across, and I'm sure a lot of my peers and contemporaries run across as well, is that, of course, my clientele expects that I know everything and am you know, 100% sharp and prepared on every topic. And the fact of the matter is, I think we would all agree that that's a little bit of a pie-in-the-sky you know, wish to take, and it's very nice to be in a place to actually get some advice both on the, you know, on the health side as well as on the, uh, what I like to refer to as the use side. So now, yeah. you mentioned a little bit of, of uh, having been uh, or had a, a needle top Tell me a little bit about what a needle top looks like. Well, this one's like a, a very hot dyke. <laughs> I like that. It's Love like really dyke. sexy. And, uh, but it can really be like anybody who can pick up a needle and wants to be really mean. Um, I'm a pretty mean needle top myself. Um, I can also be very sensuous and erotic with needles. Again, it depends on what I've negotiated with you and, and uh, what, you, what you want from me. Mm -hmm. But um, but a, a person, one of the greatest things about playing with needles is that it's a small amount of, of surface area as far as you've you got a little tiny package and yep. you can carry it pretty much anywhere and you can pull them out and poke anybody most anywhere. Um, needles can go on pretty much any part of the body. Uh, there's very few places that are off limits. Um, and, and I mean, seriously, genitals are a great place to put needles once you've gotten used to putting them in other parts of the body. Um, you want to avoid, you know, the eyeball. But <laughs> yes, yes. And you also want to avoid any, any major veins, areas where there's large major veins. Or, uh, you don't put it straight in. Um, well, you can put it straight in, like, on, on breast and, and on really heavier tissue. But usually they're um, kind of threaded in, like they go in one side and out the other side. 
and mm. lay flat. And another cool thing you can do with needles that's really fun is that the hubs, the ends of the needles are all different colors. So you can do designs. Nice. Nice. You so can, we like, can glue, glue feathers to them, and you can turn your bottom into a work of art along with making them, you know, happy and high and hurt them. Fuck, so I just got a hard on. <laughs> Ooh, no, I like that when you get a hard on. <laughs> I, you know, the idea of taking some clown and, well, excuse me, some client that I respect and appreciate very much and, uh, you know, turning them into a piece of performance art just makes my fucking member get rigid. So uh, uh, take pretty pretty flowers and make them look all dainty and sweet. Yeah. And and to know that, you know, they're suffering a little bit there. They're suffering the art mm-hmm. form that I gotta say I like that. So so okay, so uh you got any suppliers in particular that you you think are kick ass? Is there any place in particular if I was gonna um, go My favorite is Kinky Medical. And okay. um, they are located in Portland. They're just the most amazing group of guys. Uh, two two guys that own this incredible, incredible business. And they're, um, hang on a second, I'll give you their email. Are there, it's kinkymedical.net. Perfect. You can actually buy, they'll ship the supplies to you. And they have everything. I mean, the more advanced, all of that. And I actually advise most people to go to them, and their prices are pretty reasonable. Nice. So, um, nice, and um, I would imagine I can also probably find some more in-depth, you know, on-the-topic literature and stuff like that down that way as, as well, I would imagine. That's right. That's exactly right. And there's also there's, there's a lot of information online. One mm-hmm. of the things that you have to be really conscious of is that um, anything you find online as far as information on how-tos, you, you want to like do a little research and make sure that they know what they're talking about. But uh, there is a playparentingkits.com, which is another uh, online uh, place where you can get, get play piercing kits, that kind of stuff too. Well, um, this is this is where I go right, you know, to the idea of curated content and you know the the trick of using Skype and talking to the Empress of Kink, and that again, what I know is that I can get a lot of good or bad information unqualified online. When I talk to you, darling, of course, what I get is the square straight way it is, and I like that. That's right. Oh, and just a little side thing about Kinky Medical. They also sell other medical things like speculums, animal supplies, you know, so for those other kinds of plays that you like to do that have medical uh, hockey. Oh, I tell you, you know, oh, you know, chaining mofo up. Taking a few needles and doing some learning, and I, I'll freely admit I'll be doing some learning, and maybe you know grabbing the enema bag and a few other things, and how should we say mm-hmm. te- teaching the kind of lesson that ain't going to be forgot. That's the sort of thing that, like I say, that get me rigid and and out and out excited. Damn it! Well, <laughs> I do love to play doctor, and I think playing doctor can be really, really, really sexy. Wow. Um, and well, go ahead. Would you like to talk a few minutes about? Sticking needles in penises? I would. Here's what I'm going to do. So uh, I'm actually going to take about a two-minute break, and then I'm going to dial you right back, and we're going to pick up on that topic. And then I'm going to turn this thing into the most articulate bit of wisdom, and I'm going to scare the bejesus out of somebody all at the same time. You like that idea? I love that idea. Perfect. I'll be back to you in just a minute, doll. All righty. Bye. You're listening to I Don't Like You. Hosted by Dan Chemis, a.k.a. The Voice 666. All right. 
I just had a nice bong hit. Now let's pick up the show where we're talking to Alina, the Empress of Kink, about taking you with some needles. Hey there. Hello. So we're back. We're back, and now we're going to get a chance to talk about taking a needle to your penis. And I think I like that. I had a chance to go uh, visit my bong, and how should we say my bong says hello, just so you know. And, uh, <laughs> You're such a bad boy. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, well, that's that's really the key, right? You know, he does mean well. <laughs> so, so okay, as noted, um, I am the voice 666. We're talking to the Empress of Kink. We're talking to her about needle play. We're moving into a slightly more advanced topic now. So, okay, so I've got him chained up there, and his member's out, and, geez, I'm thinking about taking a needle and just poking that son of a bitch. I probably want to slow down a little bit and... Do it right, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to just, like, poke at it. I mean, you could. Um, penises are pretty sturdy. They can take a lot. I've seen them take kicks and punches and twists and and yep. sounds and all those great <laughs> things. So needles are pretty pretty small potatoes compared to some of the things you can do to penises. But you do want to make sure that, again, that you don't, you're not hitting any of the big major blood vessels that run through the penis. Um, my favorite thing to do is get it good and erect. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times when they see the needle, it's really hard to keep it good in the rack, so you got to do a little <laughs> hand action. Um, sometimes you got to get them to do a little hand action, a little threat of, you know, it's going to hurt more if you don't keep it erect. Well, maybe they'll be a little bit, uh, have that, that impetus to keep it hard for you. Sure, so sure. you get them, get them good and hard. My favorite place to put the needles is around the head, kind of like a crown. So you come up from underneath. And you uh-huh. just go straight up along, right around the rim. So yeah. by the time I'm done, uh, it looks scary. You sure wouldn't want to fuck anybody with it. But uh, because there's needles sticking straight up at the top <laughs> of their head. It looks yes. so sexy and so beautiful. And if they can keep an erection through all that, they are good men. And they yes, are definitely good men on my part. Another great place to go is right down the shaft, just right underneath the bottom of the penis, just one after another, kind of like a ladder. You mm-hmm. can run them down the shaft. You run them on the sides of the shaft. Um, if you really, really, really mean, after you put needles on, you can put clamps over the needles. Oh, um, yeah. I've done that once to a boy who was a little upset about how black and blue it was a couple of days later. But So geez, so let me get this right. So the fine. needle the needle's through the skin, needle and, then the skin. The, and then the clamp is like pinching the needle through the skin, right? Yes, it's very Oh, sexy. see, that just sounds hot, huh? It's so hot. It is so sexy. Nice. And nice. and you can also, now, if you're going to put needles in the scrotum area, you have to be very careful you don't put them through the balls. The sure. balls are not an area, like, like you can take the scrotal skin, sure. take them through all that. You can actually, here's a really fun thing to do. You can, when you have a, if they can keep their penis flaccid, now this is a mint thing, you push it out underneath, down, push the penis down, take the skin of the balls, bring them up over the penis, and then use the needles to kind of like you were pitching a turkey, you know, like yeah, when you're yeah. putting the tur- closing a turkey. You use the needles to close the balls around the penis. Oh, uh, like putting a like putting a corset on a chubby little tree. Yeah. I like that. So you I just like pull that. the skin around, and you just use the needles to kind of like little X's right down the, the and it just. In close, the uh, encases the penis with the ball sack. It's very sexy. 
So now, would it be fair to say that, uh, so in my case, I'm going to deploy this as a disciplinarian measure, but mostly, most of the time, this is just straight-up sensation play for people who love it, right? Oh, yeah. It hurts a lot going in the penis. I, I will tell you that putting needles in the breast or the back or the chest and playing with it doesn't hurt quite so much. Putting them in the genitals, even small gauge, you know, 25s, 23s, hurts pretty bad. So while it's good for sensation and it may not be used for, um, for punishment, it's definitely about masochism and about pain. Um, and um, for some people, it can be really, really, really sexy. Now, my boy, he let me put, penis, put needles in his penis out of service to me. He's not really about pain. But he allowed me to do that because he's in service to me, and it was a gift that he gave me. And that was a really wonderful negotiation because we hadn't done anything like that. So, um, so now I have the opportunity to put needles in a, a, a hot, sexy young man's penis um, because he's of service to his interest. Well, you know, that's pretty hot. Oh, that's, as you know, one of the things I love is I... Uh, you know, I'm very clear with my clients. I am a complete sub to chicks, and you know that. And you and I have gone there a little bit. And yes, yeah, so oh yes. And there's there is something about, you know, as a as a dominant, as an alpha, when somebody has the the gumption, the balls, to say, you know what, do as you will, because I want you to have fun. I got to say, that's another one of those things that'll make my cock hard. It might leave a bruise or two on them, but you know, it's it'll make my dick all rigid. Wow. So uh, let's see. Let's do this before we go. Uh, so you are the Empress of Kink. Do you mind sharing a little bit of your daily gig with us? I would love to tell you a bit about my daily gig. However, one more thing. Yep. When you're getting ready to take those needles out, yes. expect lots of blood. Uh, so perfect. you have to be prepared for that. And um, the best thing – oh, and, and one thing that's really fun to do after you get all the needles out yeah. and is to spray it with alcohol. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, see that it's just that so sexy, and it makes them squeal and scream. And uh, okay, that was the sadist in me right there. Uh, a dancing. Uh, let's face it, though, a dancing sub, one that's up on the toes because it's stinging like a mofo. Again, I'll start dripping pre-cum, man. That's that's and, enough to get me. And if you want to be really, really mean, because alcohol does um, evaporate. Yeah, yeah. Lemon juice. Lemon juice does not. Just oh. remember that. Yeah. Oh, buddy. oh, yeah. Oh, you know, and you're getting your citrus, too. You know, I mean, that's, that's pretty handy. That's right, your vitamin C. Yeah, 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 nice, nice. So, okay, so uh, I will be mindful as I remove the needles, and I will be removing them, and uh, yes. I'll see to it. I do think that this is the kind of gig that's going to involve a little lemon juice. I think I I love the picture I'm painting in my mind right now, Dawn. I love that. So, it's all right. So your daily gig. Tell us a little bit about your daily gig. Well, I'm the executive director of the Center and the Foundation for Sex Positive Culture, two nonprofit organizations in Seattle. I um, and the center is a nonprofit social organization for people who are kinky, polyamorous, uh, who love sex. We put on social opportunities for people every day of the week here in Seattle at our own space. And then the foundation is our 501c3 nonprofit educational and arts organization, and we put on education a lot. In fact, you can come and actually get hands-on education on play piercing and other kinds of kinky types of, of lifestyle. We also do the Seattle Erotic Art Festival and other 
um, events around sexuality around the city of Seattle. So we are the all-purpose, one-shot-stopping, kinky, sexy Seattle place, and I run it. I'm the mom. You are the uh, you are the straw that stirs the drink, as they say. Oh, yes, oh yes. True. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Haven't I been in? I've been in in other cities with you. I've been in places like Sacramento and San Fran, and geez, you you go all over the place talking about this I stuff, don't tra- you? I travel around the country, going to conferences, and I speak about sex, kink, polyamory. My specialties are kink and polyamory and relationships, and I speak all over the United States and sometimes up into Canada at different conferences and uh, and different events. Yes, and I love doing it. It's one of the things that I probably enjoy the most is spreading the word of sexuality and um, I have a personal mission statement and that is to bring joy to sex and take away all that shame that we're brought up with nice. and, uh, and I'm doing it one kinky motherfucker at a time well you know I was going to say something about I know you love spreading the uh, word <laughs> <laughs> well there is that <laughs> yeah yeah buddy alright and then uh, last but not least just a quick plug so it's worth noting that we're going to get Alina up on Night Flirt so that she can take live calls. So if you find yourself in a place where you'd like some coaching, I think it's fair to say the Empress of Kink is uh, more than qualified to give you a little bit of coaching. Isn't that right, Dole? Oh, I am so qualified, and I can't wait. I look forward to talking to all of you out there. Perfect. Perfect. Well, hey, so uh, thanks for the time, and thank you for the beautiful, the beautiful knowledge. One of the things that I love is – you know, working with the kick ass, and let's face it, doll, you are the kick ass. You are so welcome. All right, That's your voice man. <laughs> All right, it's the voice six six six, and you're uh, learning a little bit about needle play. So am I, so that I can deploy it. Thank you so much, Alina. I'll talk to you later. Ciao. Bye bye. You've been listening to I Don't Like You, the show about applied dominance, hosted by Dan Chemis, aka the Voice Six. Six six of kinky mp3files.com.